Hello, this is Patrick Pete, and this is the Your Gifts Conference Call and Podcast for December 6, 2016, and today we have our guest, special guest, Brian Thomas. Brian Thomas is a personal development trailblazer. He's a guru, and he is going to bless you today in a powerful, powerful way. So I want you to pay attention, to listen up. Uh, you're going to be blessed. He is uh, gifted in so many ways, but uh, today he's going to bless us with his gift. And he's going to give us a little uh, idea about and, and help us with some things. And so we're going to ask some questions. So we're going to enter right into the questions uh, being given. Uh, and one of our hosts, Milton Holden, is asking a question as we go into the call. This call is being recorded. I was listening to you, man, and and let me let me just tell you how uh, what you said, man, resonated with me. Um, when you said you said, you know, do you play do you play what you do or do you do what you do? And what what I like to I like to. Say something and then ask a question, and, and I can I can speak to this because you know when people tell you constantly that that there's something in you that you haven't tapped into, and you hear it and you hear it and you hear it. To me, when you hear it and don't receive it, you're playing what you do. My question to you is, how did you make that transfer to doing what you do? Because I'm sure there was times where you even had some reservations or some doubt or some discouragement. But how did you get to that do what you do phase where no matter what, Anyone said what happened, you were going to keep doing it. Man, that's a, that's a great, that's a, that's a loaded question there, man. Uh, I would say this. Um, one of the things that always has helped me get through that, that mindset of when a little bit of doubt, because you're kind of talking about like when a little bit of doubt starts to creep in. And, right. and what I would do is, one, I was always, I have kind of mastered the ability to be okay with being alone. And what I mean by being alone, I don't mean uh, trying to do everything by yourself. What I mean is, it may just make sense to me. And that's not that's not very that's not very deep, and that's not a lot of words. But guys, I want you to really think about what I just said. It makes sense to me. Everything ain't for everybody. Everybody's not going to understand it. Everybody's not going to get it. So when you're operating in your gift or you're trying to make that transition to get to your gift, it may not be well understood. But it makes sense to me. And so when I start Mm. to doubt myself a little bit, I say, Brian, what are you doubting? Because if you are doubting the process, then you're doubting your own gift. 
when I start to have a little doubt creep in and I want to give up, I'm giving up on me. I'm giving up on the world. I'm giving up on the message that my gift was supposed to uh, be channeled through. So then one of the things I, I said is I realized that I'm okay with being alone with understanding that I may be the only person that gets the gift. The second thing is I do surround myself with people that I can talk to that then can pour into me, right? I need people that can pour into the cup, not just take water out of my cup. Because we as we as people who are are pours, I'm pretty sure everybody on this call are people who are pours. We like to pour. We like to pour into people, right? And so one of the things is we got to get replenished. See, when I get on the stage, or if I go to a conference, or I do a podcast, I am I am emptying myself because I am pouring into the audience. I am giving you everything that I have. And so if I don't have people or processes around me to pour back into me, I'm not going to have enough to go to the next place. So if I had to do another podcast, I'm got to be replenished. You get replenished by your life experiences. You get replenished by having good people around you. So those two things are the, the two critical things. One, understanding that you may be the only one to understand your gift. Two, getting a few people around you that can speak truth and honesty and purity to you. I I like that, Brian, and I thank you. I thank you for that because when you say it makes sense to you, that right there was a powerful nugget. You know, if if you don't believe it makes sense, how can you help others? How can other people? How can other yeah. people believe it makes sense if it don't make sense to you, or if you got any doubt about what you're doing? Well, man, I appreciate I appreciate you so much for saying that, and you gave me another spark with that little nugget. Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> Thank you for asking it. It forced me to go into a a, a place of thought, man. So I, I, I like to be challenged on thinking. I like to be around thinkers. So I, I appreciate the question. Hey, um, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Kim, you want to uh, – and I see Alan's on the phone too, so, you know, he might have something he wants – well, he might not be able to uh, ask a question, but I want to make sure I give both of you opportunity uh, before we open up the floor. Sure. I wanted to talk to you, and, and your story is phenomenal. I really appreciate you coming on. And I wanted to to ask you a little bit about what you were talking about about operating in your gifts regardless of what other people think as far as walking in faith and not in fear. Because I work with training a lot of entrepreneurs, and one of the things that holds people back from walking in their gifting or starting that business and walking in their destiny is the fear of failure. 
So could you talk to me about a little bit about how you overcame that and you were able to just go forward and move forward out of that fear? Oh, absolutely. Um, I would say one of the first, the first things um, to understand is is what fear is. You know, you 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 think about. We always try to use the term, "Hey, uh, somebody may have been fearful." You know, I may have been. I had a little fear about this. So I'm going to give you the pure definition. So, fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. I'm going to repeat that. An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So if I think about my gift, how in the world can I say, put in the same sentence, my gift that has been given to me from my maker. And then in the same sentence, I say something to something or someone that is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat, an unpleasant emotion that's caused by those things. Those two words, those unpleasant and my gift don't even go in the same sentence. Mm. So the word fear, if you look at the pure definition of the word fear, if we actually go into the, the, the depths of the definition, I can't even put fear and my gift in the same sentence. Or I'm disrespecting my gift, which means I'm disrespecting my maker. And, and, you, and you know that what you're saying is directly in line. See, <laughs> What you're saying is directly in alignment with the word, because I think yeah. you know a lot of a lot of uh, you know, especially Milton and uh, a lot of us, Alan and all of us, and Kim, we 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 all have a have a a, a faith-based connection because we all come from the same uh, community from from a church perspective. But there, but 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 the scripture I constantly use validates what you say the scripture uh um that a lot of people understand components of the scripture but they don't understand it in the context that is stated because here's what you, let me break this down here's what you said you said that speaking about your gift and speaking about fear in the same sentence is disrespectful <laughs> to god now here's the verse. This is Paul talking to Timothy. He says, stir up the gift that is in you. And then the, the second part that he says, uh, uh, that I gave to you through the laying on of hands. But watch this next verse that he says right after that. He says, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. See that validates what you just said, because because Paul is telling Timothy, stir up that gift, and the gift he's stirring up is what God gave him to. And then he says, other he doesn't say, don't be afraid. He says that the spirit of fear was not given to you by God. 
So they're incongruent. The gift is given to you by God, and the and the spirit of fear is not. So they can't they can't work together. They 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 can't be in union. I like what uh, a good friend of mine, Wendy Hicks, said on one of my uh, Facebook lives. She said, "God and fear can't occupy the same space." Yep. <laughs> So you 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 are di- you are absolutely correct, sir. Absolutely correct. And so when a per but when a person here's the thing: when you operate in your gift, when you do what you are called to do, you are going to face opposition. It's just the way it is. It's it's it's, it's that's really what that scripture is saying. It's not saying. It's not going to be situations that can be fearful. It's saying that God didn't give you that 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 spirit, so you are your op, operation of your gift actually cancels out that fear. So oh. the fear, the objective of the fear is to get you not to operate in the gift. That's the objective. Pat, listen, man, I'm I I, I love I love the Lord. Um, it is my foundation. It is my rock. Um, and I'm very comfortable in being able to translate that fear uh, and that definition and this whole conversation into that. Because remember what we got to always remember uh, certain scriptures will help you in your times of trouble. Um, and, and I'm not saying that you have to be a Bible scholar and know everything. But, but Pat, something that always sticks on my heart. That, that really aligns with our conversation tonight and aligns with the questions that have been asked is, is Psalms, if you think about um, Psalms 27, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, when my enemies and my foes come against me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a war shall rise against me, my heart shall not fear. Though a host shall encamp against me, in this will I be confident. See, one thing that I have desired in the Lord that I may seek after is that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of him, and to inquire in his holy temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, and in the secret of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted up above all of my enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy, and I will sing Yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. If we really think about that, what in the world can you fear? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. And and remember, remember what the beginning of the verse said, guys. If we really get into the depths of words, words have power. Words have power. I need you to think about what Psalms 27 said at the very beginning. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The reason that it says the Lord is my light is because you're in the darkness. It didn't say the Lord is, is my darkness. It said the Lord is my light. What it's trying to say is 
I am in the darkness because I'm human and I need help. But because I know where my help comes from, my gift is in the light. So if I go into the light, I get my gift. You come cannot on, be in your on, gift and be in the on. darkness. Come on now. Come on now. The Lord is my light. So get out of the darkness. Of your gift is embracing the light. Woo! Hey, hey, hey. I know, I know that it, this is a weird, a weird transition, but man, if you go into your 80s rock, anybody know about 80s rock, they say I'm blinded by the light. Man, when your gift, when you in your gift, you don't even know what's happening. It's just blinding. That 80 rock song didn't even know. They didn't know how powerful those words were. I'm blinded by the light. Yes. When you are in your gift. When you are in your gift, it's so bright. It's so bright that you don't even know what to do. See, the th thing is, we think about that you're in the darkness. It's hard to navigate. No, you don't even understand. When the light is shining real bright, you can't see. When that car is coming on you and you're driving down the road and they shine their bright lights on you, you cannot see. And in that process, you are trusting that your car will drive straight and that that light will pass you and that you don't have an accident. It's no different than your gift. When you're in your gift and your light is shining bright, it's so bright that you don't even know what's happening. You just operate in it and you trust in the Lord. You do not have fear. You just do as you were told as a child of God. You move without fear. And that light is shining bright, man. That's that's I'm it. telling you. We always think about darkness, and that's going to lead us to, to lack of movement. No, the light actually can hurt you too, but because we know that our gift is in the light, we just operate, and we don't even care. We just say, God, take me somewhere. This light is blinding me, but, it's, but I know it's your light, so I'm just going to keep moving, Lord. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, you know what? I didn't anticipate it, but we had church up in here. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then after you ask that, um, uh, I just want to make up a, a quick point. But then I want to open up the um, open it up for people if they have any questions. For yes, Brian I wanted us. to ask Brian, how did you first discover that? your gifting was going to be public speaking. And I know you said that you always had the ability to speak, but you were working a job in the, um, you know, science, tech, and engineering field. So what was the pivotal moment that you said, I want to be a motivational speaker? Um, I would say, uh, I always say this, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but uh, people will say, Brian, when did you get into speaking? I said, when did speaking get into me? I didn't get into speaking. Speaking got into me. When my mama had me in the churches reciting scriptures, my mama was instilling speaking. When I was reading the dictionary, they were, in, they were instilling speaking. So I always had the ability to communicate as a child. So I would say my gift, I realized it was in me. And I don't want to say that as an arrogant statement. What I'm saying is once a person as an adult says, wow, I think I found my gift, I want to know what store did you buy it from. 
Yeah, that's a rhetorical question. You didn't buy it from nowhere. You've looked inside of yourself and you got it. So the idea of speaking was already in me. The question is, Brian, what took place for you to find it? What took place for me to find it is when I realized that I saw that my words moved people across multiple platforms. So no matter what I was speaking on, it had the ability to move somebody. And so I said, man, wow, like this is really beyond just me thinking that I can talk in this arena. Like it has the ability to cross arenas. And then when I realized, like, wow, um, sometimes you need a little bit of jealousy. And, And I really want you guys to think about this. And think about this in a positive way. I saw other people doing what my gift was doing, and I was like, wow, I can do that. They are operating in the same space, but my gift is going to go in that space, but it's going to be unique to the way God designed me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I got to do that because it's a shame. Like God is putting them in front of me. When I see jealousy, I don't say jealousy because I think I'm better than them. What God was showing you was an example. He was saying, hey, Brian, if you just operate in your gifts, look at what you can do to help change lives in the world. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. you sitting here watching somebody else do your gift. I'm putting it in your face, son. Why don't you sit there and open your eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey Brian, you really highlighted a key thing that I think, uh, that I think you know, just uh, even though – you know, like I said, Kim and and Milton and Alan and I are very close. We've known each other for decades. But I, I want to just sort of add something in there because, because it's one of the imageries that I give people to help them when I talk about gift and gift coaching, which is um, I was at the National Zoo one day, and, and this is how God works through me. I was at the National Zoo one day, and I and they had closed off the entire zoo for a conference I was at. So we were in the zoo, and I was over at the lion's uh, exhibit where the lion was at, there. And when I looked at the lion, he was built like a lion. He was structured like a lion, but he was not acting like a lion. He was pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He he was not strong and 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 and, and strengthful in you know in terms of his bone structure or nothing. He looked like he was not in his element. And so I saw that, and it just it did something to me. Just made me. It just you know sort of just did something to me just to see that this line like that. But then I, you know, I'm the type of dude that likes to watch things like Discovery Channel. And then I watched a lion that was in its element and functioning in its element. And so my point to make is, is sometimes you don't discover your gift until you get around others with the gift that you have. Until you hear somebody like, 
Like that's one of the reasons why I challenge people and you know you know you know my co hosts and stuff, I challenge them to get into Breathe University for a reason. I'm not trying to promote Breathe. I'm not one of them, I, I'm not that kind of dude where I'm like, man, you need to get them breathe, breathe you and all this. I, I don't do that. I, that's not the kind of person I am. I'm only promoting something if what I see in it has something that I see is of value for the lives of other people. That's why I promote Breathe University. I don't promote it because I'm like, man, you need to get them brewing, man. We, we doing it. We doing it, man. Uh, I, I ain't into all that. What I what I tell people is you need to get in Breathe You because there is some serious jokers up in there that you need to get connected to, for real. That they are congregating individuals who are focused on getting it done. So why, why am I saying that? I'm saying that I was at First Baptist Church of Glenard. I was a deacon. And a licensed minister at that church. I had I was operating in my gift and all that, doing everything I needed to do. And 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 it wasn't until I got in breathe that it clicked. Everything clicked. There's a difference between being in a habitat and being in your element. A lot of people are in habitats. They are in facsimiles, arenas to emulate what their habitat is, but your habitat is an environment that feeds back into you the stimuli you need to bring your gift out. That That's why I'm on this, on this call and I'm doing this podcast. That's why I have a relationship with Brian Thomas because that's how we connected. And it's a lot of people on this call that are connected that way. So so my point is is that all those things are a part of it. Everything. Your mindset, access to resources, and community. You need all three. That lion had the resources, but it didn't have the it didn't have the community and it didn't have the right mindset. Because it was probably raised in, in that uh in that enclosure. But I promise you, it had the gift in it to be a lion. You know how I know this? It's because ain't nobody going to jump in that, that, <laughs> in that enclosure with that lion. Because then it's going to kick into him who he is. So I just wanted to add that to what you were saying, Brian, because that was powerful. Powerful what you were saying. Uh, I believe in it, man. You need some. There's a power in association. There's power in influence. Uh, there's power in uh, in unity. There's power in in teamwork. Yes, sir. Um, there's 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 really power in it. When I say power, I'm not saying this from a cliche standpoint. I'm saying this from a for real standpoint. I'm saying this from the standpoint of if you push me, I can go faster. There's only so far I can go by myself. And when my legs are weary and I'm done, you can carry me. That is the power of partnership and teamwork. That's even, it. We can finish the race even if I can't walk because you can carry me. 
Don't ever think that this is over. That's what gives me the drive is I don't care. I always tell the people, I might not have the name for it. You might not see me all over the billboards. You may not see me all over the charts. But guess what? I am out here trying to change as many lives in the world in a positive way that I can. I may not have the name for it, but I darn sure got the pain for it. Come on now. Come on now. And that pain, if I control that pain, if I control that pain and I understand that the pain that I am going through in trying to operate my gift is part of the process of appreciation. Guys, this pain that you're going through is part of the process of appreciation. You can call that POA, the process of appreciation. And what I mean by that is when it hurts, when it's painful, when it causes some type of uh, discomfort, it feels so good when it goes away. So mm. now you can appreciate the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if, 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 if some of our greatest singers in the world just was, was coming out of their mother's womb and never had to go, uh, uh, Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Never had to go to singing classes. Never had to get on stage and perform. Never had to go and and do hair and makeup and and get out there and practice their routine. They wouldn't appreciate it when they get the big contracts. They wouldn't appreciate it when 35,000 people are listening. Listen, when I go and speak to five kids, I drove 16 hours to Baltimore, down and back to talk to five kids in a classroom. So when I talk to thousands of people one day, I am claiming claiming it on my life on this call tonight that God is going to put me in front of 30,000 people in a stadium and I'm going to talk and I'm going to remember that on this day I told you that when I talked to five little kids that that is what got me there. It ain't about the name and the fame. It's about operating in the gift no matter what. No matter the platform, no matter if it's a subway in New York, no matter if it's Madison Square Garden in New York, you can be at Dallas Cowboy Jerry Stadium, but I'm going to give you everything I got tonight. And I don't know how many people are on this call. It could be me and Pat, and Pat know that this is what you're going to get. So when I got 30000 and they say, man, he's bringing it, Pat going to say, no, he was bringing it when it wasn't nothing but five people. So I don't play this, I do this. Come on. Come on. Your gift ain't something that you play with. Somebody, it might get taken away. Greatness awaits, but it doesn't wait for long. Amen. My maker ain't no joke. He might take it away from me. So hey, I'm hey, going to go get it right now. Hey, listen. Hey, hey listen, uh, 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 Brian, I don't, I don't want you to get to people from D.C., uh, the DMV distracted when you started mentioning you know, <laughs> the Cowboys and done like that. So we want to keep them focused no. on, you know, right now. You get them distracted, you start talking about the Cowboys. I'm just telling you right now, they, you know, they might start dropping off and stuff. So. <laughs> but listen, hey, I just hope something in there. I forgive me, forgive me if you're not a cowboy fan. Forgive, charge it to my head, not my heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, guys. I want to open up the forum because you know I'm sure some of you have questions. Do me a favor, if you you know some people 
they're comfortable asking the questions on on the forum uh, and and then everybody's unmuted so you can you can ask uh the questions but if you don't feel comfortable you can text me at uh 240-533-2833 and i don't know if you can do that if you're using your phone uh you're not online so that may not be something you can do but but we're going to be working forward uh in the next couple of podcasts to give you opportunities and ways uh, whether it's through Twitter or whether it's through Facebook, to be able to ask us questions, you know, you can ask questions via the event uh, 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 posting, and uh, you know, and we can answer them on on the call. So right now, I'm going to open it up for people. Anybody who has, <clears throat> excuse me, any questions they want to ask Brian, myself, uh, or Milton. Any questions out there? Hey, Pat, this is Beatrice. Um, I do have a question, Brian. My gift is basically in administrative. I'm a project manager by trade, but I love um, administration. I love assisting. I love managing tasks and managing people. And until I met Pat, I really didn't think my gift had any value. So now that I've learned that it has value, I'm trying to really figure out how to go about, you know, working in my gift, being an administrator you know, or an admin- having administrative task for, you know, an, another entrepreneur or an, in an office environment, and not really just um, in a quote-unquote secretarial type um, position, but I mean, anything under the sun that supports someone so that they can do what they need to do to practice in their gift, then I'd like to be that person to um, just help them do whatever they need to do when you leave all of the, the leg work and the heavy lifting to me. Yeah, I would, um, first off, I'm, I'm happy that, um, that you are willing to investigate your gift. Uh, that's, that's, that's actually the first step of this process. It's kind of that investigative uh, work. So thank you for that. Um, I would say this about your gift as it pertains to the management, the administrating, the helping others. I want us to really think about time. I want you to think about time. Time, especially for an entrepreneur, if not even, it's even valuable for those who have a corporate job or a regular job and um and entrepreneurs, time is all we got. Like, I can't, I can't make more than 24 hours. So if you can find out how to be of service and to be of value and give me more time, then you absolutely have become a person that can solve a problem. You're solving, this is about solving problems. Entrepreneurship is in the, I mean, just business in general is about solving problems. So if your skill is administrative, then you are able to take some things off my plate that can free me up. So if you can be able to make a proposal to someone that is, if you allow me, if you pay me this amount and you give me this uh, access to certain things in your account or whatever, you know, with, with marketing or so, and I can give you back two hours a day, you are going to get a net return of X, Y, Z. We can analyze it over a 30, 60, 90-day process to see if 
you are getting a return on your investment. We can sign a 90-day contract, so then I can actually have enough time to, to understand your business and how I can support you, but also you get enough time to figure out what to do with that extra time I'm about to give you because I want you to be freed up so you can go grow your business. Now, is that a different approach than just saying, hey, I got the gift of administration? Does oh, that help definitely, you? Definitely, that was, definitely. That was amazing. Definitely. Thank that was you amazing. So exactly. I hope you wrote that down, Duchess. That was I amazing. <laughs> I got it. Thank you so much. That is what I needed to hear. I just did not know how to articulate what value I would be giving to someone, but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, no problem at all. That's what hey, that's what that's what this call is all about. That's that <laughs> they don't call him the professional development guru for nothing. Listen, I I need y'all not to waste this opportunity. Y'all need to did you see just what happened? I now I've talked to Dentris. And and, and and I need y'all to hear this because because a lot of times people miss the opportunity to get the blessing that God wants them to get because they don't speak up. They don't say nothing. So I just want to make sure I'm doing, I almost feel like, 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 like I'm in church, you know, saying, you know, is there one? <laughs> is there one? Yeah, yeah, is there one? <laughs> you might not get out of here this evening. You better you know, are you ready? You know, that's not what I'm trying to do. I just ready? want people to take advantage of this opportunity to, to really ask questions because the people that I'm going to be bringing on to these podcasts are going to be amazing people. And the answer you may need to get you through the, the, the and get you the breakthrough you need could be when you ask that question. So I'm going to open it up again, you know, and I hope you guys are, you know, free, free willing to just ask your questions, you know, if you know, like I said, if you if, you, if it's a struggle for you, we'll find we're gonna find opportunities and ways for me us to open it up. But I want to open it up again. Do you, do you, does anybody else have any questions? I don't want you to be uncomfortable. Don't be uncomfortable with the content. I mean, I I'm not I'm not saying I have the perfect answers for everything in life, but I have a. I have a world of experience. I've been around the world. I've done a lot. I've had the highs, the lows. I know what it means to come from the gutter. I understand what it means to have some things. So if just just use me. Uh, whatever God has instilled in me, I promise I'm going to give yeah. it to you. I'm not uncomfortable with any yeah. question. I need y'all to work him like like Bill uh, Bill Witherspoon on this thing. Use him until you use him up. I, I heard some somebody was about to say, somebody said, hey, Pat. Yeah, this is Yvette Judge in D.C. Hey, Alex, sis. Hey, 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 how are you? Hey. And so I don't have – I'm one of those people who I have, I have to think about some things, so I know that after we get off the call, I'll be like, oh, I should have asked this or I should have asked that. But what I do want to say is is really – what really hit me tonight, even as, as long as I've known Patrick Pete, is, Patrick, you really have a, a true talent in in attracting people with a lot of just just with giftings. It's like you are it's it just it hit me just really heavy this evening, just how gifted you are at that because you pick some you put some really powerful people 
on these last three uh, calls that I've been on. Thank you, and maybe that'll spark a question in my mind in the next couple minutes, but thank you. Okay. Yeah, hey, I appreciate that. Can I, Pat, do you mind if I make a shameless plug, though? Oh, absolutely. So I just wanted the young lady in D.C. to know, and anybody, and I'm, 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 I'm begging, guys, because I, I know that it can help your life. Um, I just left Philly uh, last uh, Saturday. I will be in D.C. on January the 7th. January the 7th. Yeah, uh, the Greatness Awaits Conference will be in D.C. So if you are anywhere in the DMV area, um, I highly recommend that you come out and we, we, we do this live. So you will see this live and in person. I have some other dynamic, dynamic speakers coming with me. Um, and we're going to be in the Georgetown area at the uh, Embassy Suites. So if you uh, want to know more, uh, maybe later I can share my contact information. But, uh, man, if you're in that D.C. area, January 7th, I would love for you to come out to the conference. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going I'm to promote it. And, um, you know, we got some people who are particularly gifted on this call. Uh, and then we're going to make sure that we get them out there because it's about, it's about exposure to information. Can you go ahead and hit that quote that you, that you say that everybody says within breathe about information? You know, oh, you know information changes. You you know you know how y'all say. Oh, it. they say information. Um, I think Et once said information changes situations. Um, right, and I think you might have said, or you are. So the formula, the formula that I use is information plus application equals money. And and you got to go get that new information. You I mean, new it. information can really change your life. Only if that new information now leads to some form of application. And so that's kind of why I created the formula information plus application equals money. Because when you leave a conference with me, I am, I'm, I'm good with giving you some information, but I demand of you to apply that information. Because shame on you for getting the information that many people don't even have access to and not do something with it. Shame on us. On, so this man. ain't about just information. This is about information plus application, and now we get the money. And when I say money, I don't mean just currency. I mean relevance. Why? Because relevance is a change in our community, a change in our families, a change in our generation, a change in our life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, ne I need people to catch a hold to this one piece. Uh, 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 I, I need to really say this because I think it's important. The number one reason why a lot of people are starving in their lives, starving in their relationships, starving in their circumstances is because there is a new food source and because you're unfamiliar with it, you refuse to eat it. Oh, Pat, so, Pat, Pat, you better stop that. Pat, you better stop that. <laughs> because, because information is the new money. <laughs> and so here we are with a environment 
where we have free access to as much. Let me tell you something. If you got an internet connection, there's nothing you should be stupid to. Period. Yep. I'm just telling you. Now, now, for some of us, it may be easier. Like for me, it's just like breathing. Others, it's not. But the reality is, is regardless of what barrier you have to get through to get to it, it's there. There's a difference between a a a a obstacle and a barrier. I think I, I don't mean barrier, but an obstacle, because the barrier means it's blocked off. You can't get to it. An obstacle simply means you got to overcome it to get to it. And a lot of us, we have lived our lives on an old paradigm. And, and let me just say this. I'm just going to articulate this from a cultural perspective. This is the real issue in our culture. In our culture is that we are always living off an old paradigm. And, and, and right now, those of us who seek to use information and translate it into to, to value and then subsequently be able to increase currency because nowadays it's not about getting another job. It's about improving yourself to the degree that the value of your time is worth more money. If you got a minimum wage mindset and a minimum wage attitude, you're going to make minimum wage. But if you have a million-dollar mindset and you function in that, even if you're not at a million dollars, it will come. The law of attraction will be in play. The universe will move that situation in such a way where you, your, your circumstance will change because your very existence will change it. There's, there's only two things you can be in a river. You can be a rock or you can be a piece of driftwood. One changes the river and the other is changed by the river. So you got you to make these decisions because this information that's coming out right now is major. Is major. And you know what's so funny, Pete, is that a lot of people are, are saying, whoa, and I'm so depressed. I didn't want Donald Trump to become president. But him becoming president shouldn't impact your life. Actually, him becoming president should move you to want to engage, to want to leap into walking in your purpose and your gift. Because now you know you don't have any reason to lay back and let someone else dictate your outcome. You have to determine your destiny. Yeah, because for real, the the current environment, your your, your, your circumstance, you better, you, better, you better pay attention. You better get on point. <laughs> and that's real. So listen, I want to be a respecter of people's time, but I want to give one last opportunity. I didn't know if anybody, there's people calling in from all over the country. We got people calling in in, 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 in Texas, in Florida. So, you know, if you guys got any uh, uh, questions you want to ask, uh, please ask them. Uh, like I said, we don't want to lose this opportunity. 
And if you don't ask a question, you know what? God is still good because Brian Thomas has a a professional development call that he does every Thursday. And hey, you know, yes, sir. Who's it, Alan? No, it's Dennis. Hey, what's up, man? You got a question? Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I ain't I ain't have a question, but I, I I appreciate you guys. You know, you told me you told me um you know the the lion story before and and um you know it, you know I'm just saying, man. It, you know, a lot of the stuff y'all saying helped me out. Um, you know, like the lady was saying earlier about you know your potential. You know, you know, like like you said also the. With your, if you sit there, you know what I'm saying, acting like a rock, you basically, that's what you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, I, I just appreciate y'all, man, because it, 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 it's sparking something in my, in my soul, you know, to, to help me keep going. So, you know, and on top of that, even right now, man, I'm, you know, I just got stuck. I'm still at work right now. So it's like a lot of stuff was trying to stop me from even asking a question on, uh, or to, you know, listen in or whatever. People kept calling me and all the kind of stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, trying to just, just trying to hear the information and just hearing you guys, you know, operating, you know, you guys give, you know, you and Brian Thomas, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just helped me out a lot, man. I, I appreciate, you know, both of y'all for even setting up this call and, and, and making something powerful happen happen again man wow. my boy from houston what's up man what's going on man oh man you talk about how uh life just aligns in a in an odd way man like i it's like why are we on this call together man i know you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you came to the greatness of weights conference yeah, yeah, I, I came, man, and, you know, I tell anybody, you know, who's listening, man, it's, you know, like I said, man, I, I went there, man, and, and like I said, I, I listened to these guys, like, I'm sitting there listening to, you know, you, Brian, and you, your your belief, man, is, is so strong, rather nobody, you know what I'm saying, attend there or not, it, it literally changes things, you know what I'm saying, people don't understand that the power of belief. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you believe something, man, like, whether, you know, one person show up or, you know, like you said, Brian, your, you and your mama show up, then it opens up doors regardless, just, just because you believe. But sometimes yeah. people do go in into situations, and I'm, I'm really talking about myself, you know what I'm saying? Going situation, we, I, I don't believe. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe. Like, just right now, I just got stuck. And I, like, I was too, um, I guess, worried and scared to call my people. You know what I'm saying? Come get me out, but I'm out now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And eventually, I'm going to get ready to go home and get up and do it again. That's, that's the worst thing that can happen. But if you don't ever just go through it, and you, you figure it out, like, you, you be scared and stuck in the same, you know, make it $15 an hour. That's it. You know what That's I mean? It. Yep, yep, yep. I, you know, the thing I want to, you know, I want to uh, add to what you were saying, Dennis, is is that 
what I want people to understand and, and why it's important, because I want to crystallize what we talked about here, is is that the the fear that comes upon you when you're operating in your gift is an illusion. But it it but it but it may seem real to you. But you have to overcome that. And 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 watch this. It's necessary. It's necessary. You 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 know, I love cooking. And one of the things I realized when I watched my grandmother cook is when she would make certain pies and stuff, she would always add salt. And I would always wonder, why are you putting salt in, you know, the sweet potato pie? Or are you putting it in this? Are you putting it in that? And the reason why you put salt in dessert is not the flavor of the dessert. <laughs> Boy, y'all going to make me, y'all going to make me start getting excited. You put salt in it to bring out the flavor. (laughs) Because what happens is, is that if your tongue does not have a contrasting taste, it won't taste the fullness of, of what you're putting in there. So the salt is really in there to counterbalance the other things in there. And so what I'm trying to say to you is, is that, the fear even has purpose. The fear even has purpose. But the purpose is not to stop you from doing what you need to do. Pat, let me tell you this, man. I know I told y'all the story earlier about going to Philly. And look, 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 look. You talk about game changing, a mental game changer. So when I told you I ran up those rocky steps, and if people know my Facebook Live, if you saw me running up those steps, I was a little tired, but that's, that's a whole conversation for a different day. But I made it up those steps. And I said to myself, Pat, I need this. Because I went to Dallas. I went to Houston. I went to Chicago. We had a great turnout. We had a great time. Lives are being changed. But I said, I need a stumbling box. See, a lot of people sit there and look at stumbling box, and they only see stumble. See, I say I want a stumbling block. Why? Because my mindset is a stumbling block ain't nothing but a humbling block. You see it as stumbling, I see it as humbling. So I said, God, please put in my life one of these conferences to challenge me, to challenge me to lean on you. Because so far I've been thinking that I've been doing this, that I can make this happen, that we can make this happen. But God challenged me, and he said, my son, you are about to get challenged. But what I'm going to do is, if you believe in me, if you truly pour into me, I'm going to pour back into you. And, and and when you start looking forward, Pat, I say when you start looking forward to being disappointed, it's a game changer in life when you start looking forward to those moments where you're a little fearful, where you have a little doubt. I look forward to those because I'm ready to see what happens on the other side of it. That's it right there. That's if, it. If, if I can be happy about the, the struggle, Hoo, 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 you better watch out when it's good. 
Yeah, I'm okay with. I'm okay yeah. with. I was okay with eating ramen noodles when I was in college. I was okay with putting a little butter on some bread and putting some sugar on it and calling it dessert when I was a kid. Y'all don't know about a sugar sandwich. See, if I'm okay with that, Pat, I'm, if I was okay with a little sugar sandwich when I was a kid, what you think I'm going to do when I got a cheesecake with a strawberry on top? Come on now. Come on now. Hey, Pete, hey. I want to add. This is okay, Jeff. go ahead. I want us to add to the caller that I don't know if he knows that failure is the biggest, the biggest learning ground for success. When you fail, that teaches you how to be more successful. That teaches you how to overcome. If you look at all of the millionaires and billionaires, Steve Jobs, Lee Iacocca, both got fired. Oprah was disastrous when she first got to own that work. Tyler Perry slept in his car. The the people that are the richest have overcome massive failures. That is your biggest biggest training ground for success. Come that on. just means you're a little closer to your destiny. Come on now, come on now. Hey, uh, listen. Um, I got somebody who, uh, if there's ever a guy that you I've known who is operating in his gift. It's this guy that I'm about to uh, bring on the uh, call real quickly. So, hey, Marshall, do you hear me? Yep, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Yeah, so Marshall wanted to share some things, which I don't know what he's going to share, but but he is the if, – if there was a picture in the, in the, in the book for, for your gift, it would be Marshall Fox. So, Marshall, I don't know what you're going to say, but go ahead, man. Do your thing. Hey guys, I heard you breeze over the Greatness of Weights conference, and I just felt com- felt compelled to share. Um, I was able to attend the Philly Greatness of Weights conference this weekend, and I mainly went to support uh, Brian and see what was going on. Um, but I left disappointed mainly because I was so upset that I didn't bring more people with me. I mean, the conference was incredible. Every speaker that he had was um, they 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 brought that fire. That's all I can say. And all the speakers had different styles. So man, my jaw was on the floor the whole time, and I'm I'm upset I didn't bring a gang of people with me. So that said, I'm definitely headed down to Washington D.C. at the beginning of January with a with a gang of folks to catch the next one because. Um, it's just, it was just phenomenal. So I just had to share that. If anybody yeah. is in the DMV, and you guys definitely need to be there. I don't want you to just pass it off like, oh, it's okay. You know, I, I may be doing something. No, you need to make sure that you're there. Like, I feel yeah. like it's not an option. If you're in the DMV on January 7th, you need to be at this conference. So I just had to share that mainly because I was so surprised. I mean, I I know Brian, you know, he's good. But when I saw him live and in person, I was like, wow. And, you know, you, you heard a little bit of it on the call today. But if you see him in person, man, you'll be speechless just like me. So um, I just had to say that real quick because I heard you guys mention that. And I started thinking about, you know, this weekend. I'm like, nah, I need, I need to get on here and tell these people what, what it really is. So um, that's, that's pretty much it. Thanks for, for letting me share. Oh, 
man. No problem. Oh. No problem. <laughs> man, thank you, bro. <laughs> you gonna make me cry? I can't. I can't be crying on the call, man. I can't be. Yeah, you know, you know, you hey, you can't be from South Dallas doing it like that. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Like but, that. Like God, listen. I don't, I don't mean to take over here, Pat, but I. Oh no, I hey, don't man, understand, hey, man. man. Hey, you the, yeah. you, the, you the special guest, man. Bro, you don't understand, man. Like those that are still listening, man. Like I'm gonna say something, and I know this might come off as weak to those that don't understand. But but I'm begging, man. I ask y'all to pray for me, and I'm in tears, man, because I need y'all to give me a chance, man. Dude, I've been working hard for a lot of years, man. I've been helping people all over the nation for years, man. I've been serving for years, man. And I just need a chance, bro. And that's why I said I don't wait. I'm going to create. And the creation of the conference was the ability to just not only give myself but give others a chance, man. I wanted a chance so bad, man, that I said I don't want to do this alone. I want to give other people because I don't want them to have the feeling that I have. I don't want people to understand, like, like, dude, there are some people out here that are doing some amazing things that just need an opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but 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 this is the thing about your gift is that once you get inside of that gift, man, he has a way. Oh, he has a way. He has a way of making a way and putting the right people, man. Like, I don't know y'all like that. Me and Pat ain't never met in person. Me and Marshall met one time. Me and Dennis have met one time. I don't know y'all like that, but God knows us like that. Yeah, come on now. Our gifts know each other. Pat, I don't know you, but my gift been knowing you our whole life. Come on our now. gifts have been having conversations. They just said, I can't wait for y'all to meet. Our gifts are back there just plotting. they like, man, I'm about to hook them up in 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. That's but, it. But if we don't get in our gifts, Pat, if I don't, if I don't humble myself, if I don't become a servant of my gift, I never even meet you. That's right. That's right. That's right. If I don't try to enhance my brand, right? If I, I've realized if I want to truly positively impact lives around the nation, I got to put some money up. I got to invest in myself. I got to enhance the brand so then it can attract more people so they can be transformed. So some people looking at it as, hey, you making all these posts. You creating a website to, to, to try to make yourself look good. No, I'm trying to create some honey so I can get people to come over here so they can get transformed. Yeah. And so Marshall yeah. came into my life because I was trying to enhance the brand, which means that I was operating in my gift. I was putting the package on the gift. But if I didn't go inside of there in the right mindset and say, Brian, operate in that gift, package that gift, get that gift out to the world, I mm -hmm. never even meet, uh, meet Marshall. Mm -hmm. If I don't start truly out, uh, releasing the, the gift that God has put inside of me and speaking, I don't talk to Pat. And then you're going to turn around and bless my callers on Thursday night. Yes, sir. Dude, this is a testament 
This is a testament about a, a, a group of people who need an opportunity, but while they're waiting on God to show them these other opportunities, they're going to create some. And then one day when the God shows you that opportunity, he's going to say, my son, I, you already had the opportunity. The opportunity is when I told you to go create it. That's right. I'm not waiting on nobody. I don't need you to give me a stamp of approval. I don't need you to bring me to what you got going on. I'm going to make it go on. I'm going to stay on. If I need somebody to put me on, then my question for you is, are you off? And I don't never get off. My gift was from God, and so my gift stays on at all times. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And yes, I'm a little angry about it. Why? Because my gift ain't something I play with. But man, I'm joyful in delivering it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, my brother, you have been a joy and a blessing on this call. And for those people that were lucky enough to be on this call, they I don't have to ask them whether they were blessed or not. I know they were blessed. And I'm excited about what God is doing uh, uh, in your life. I'm excited about about the conference in January because I'm telling you, we're going to put it out there. Um, you know, you got some major people, you know, Kim and Alan and, and, and Milton. I think Milton had to drop off. But uh, we got, you know, Detris is in Manassas. And, and so, you know, we, you know, hey, I might even have to fly on in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right now, you know, mom, mom, uh, mama drives a little bit of some of the stuff I do. So as long as I know she's good, you know, you know, I, I'll, I, I can, I can get up there, uh, and 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 be there to support you and make sure we get the get the noise out and get the uh, information out. Uh, uh, so that people can come up there and support what you're doing. What I always try to get people to understand is that you don't follow the crowd. You don't follow what others are doing. You need to be able to know where value is and seize it at the moment that, you, that you're introduced to it. Not waiting for, oh, what, what is everybody else going to do? Let me see, because I'm going to tell you, out of 100 people, 89 of them do that. Let me me say this to you, Brian, to encourage you. Out of 100 people, 89 of them, when they see value, they just, they they wait to see what the other uh, people are going to do. And then there's two, there's, there's 11 that are committed, right? And of that 11... Only half of them are going are gonna to make a move. And of the ones that are going to make a move, maybe two or three are going to be committed. So just understand the dynamics and the mathematics. You in good company, brother. If Jesus, who was God, can be this discarded and dis uh, uh and, and uh uh disregarded by the people of his own village hey 
Don't be shocked. You just keep doing what you do. You doing and you carry your cross daily. And I promise you, you're going to be lifted up. <laughs> you're going to be lifted up. So I just wanted to encourage you, man. Uh, I've watched you, you know, and see what you're doing. And it has encouraged me and lifted me up. I, I pray that people were blessed by your presence. And I'm excited about uh, being able to sh share and be a part of your call on Thursday. And I'm going to leave the last word with you, sir. Oh, man, I, I appreciate those kind words. I appreciate the opportunity uh, to speak to this audience tonight. Um, if, if for those that, um, that come out to, to see me live, you will hear a little poem, and I'm going to just recite this poem real quick, and then this will, this will be the last thing you hear from me. If you guys want to stay in contact with me, you can go to www.briantomasspeaks.com, and that's B-R-I-A-N, and that speaks with an S at the end. Uh, I'm Brian Thomas, at Brian Thomas Speaks on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on all kind of uh, media platforms. Um, but I want to know, guys, if success was a race, some wouldn't show up to the meet. If success was failure, some wouldn't even fall asleep. You guys get what I said? If success was a race, some wouldn't show up to the meet. If success was a dream, some wouldn't even fall asleep. If the success was failure, some would achieve it. And if I told you success is what you did after you failed, most wouldn't even believe it. But you on this call tonight, this beautiful audience going after their gift, you are of a different kind. You show up when the lights shine. See, success is part of your DNA. For those who, not, who are not of your cloth, DNA stands for do not attempt. And on the invitation list to greatness, they will be exempt. But you out there tonight, you will be present because victory is your only option. Your greatness doesn't even allow you to see competition. It's all about repetition. Only completion is what's in your sight. But be careful not to oversleep. Because failure loves the night. So, guys, go after your greatness. Go after your gifts. And make sure that you respect your gift and respect the ups, the downs, the highs and lows. And know that it's all for you to go make a positive impact on the world. That's it for me tonight. I think that it would be appropriate to close on that. So everybody, I hope y'all were blessed. Thank you again, Brian. And you guys have a great evening and an even more productive and powerful uh, rest of your week. Be blessed.